Before we get started with today's program, I want to take a minute to celebrate because this is the 600th episode of More Than A Few Words. After a decade of sharing marketing conversations for business owners, you'd think that we'd run out of things to talk about. But the truth is that marketing keeps changing and there are always new things to talk about. Like the conversation we're having today about creating courses for your business. After you listen to the show, be sure to go back and look for other episodes of More Than A Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to More Than A Few Words Marketing Conversation for Business Owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. If you know me, you know that I'm a teacher and I love to get up in front of business owners and talk about the things that I know. But not every business owner thinks of themselves as a teacher, but maybe they should. That's kind of what my guest, Jeannie Sullivan, thinks. When I ask Jeannie about herself, what she tells me is that officially she's a coach and a course designer, though many of her clients simply refer to her as an idea fairy. God, I love that. She loves a whiteboard and a dream, and she's going to give you a plan to make that dream come true. And making what seems impossible possible is not just what she does, it's who she is. And so I am so excited to have her here today. Hey, Jeannie, welcome to the show. Lorraine, thank you so much. It is wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. I'm so excited about this topic because, again, I'm an educator. I love this whole training thing, but not everybody does. And so why should a business owner think about creating a course for their business? What's in it for them? That's a great question, Lorraine. And I have people asking me that all the time. And my feeling, my thoughts on it are that even if you've never thought of yourself per se as a teacher, one of the things that you can do is really look at strategically how might a course support you and support your business. When we look at that, a lot of times people will come to me and they'll say, I have a business design and websites, but I want to create a course on flower farming. Well, that's going to require that you develop a whole different marketing channel. You know, you're going to have to start talking to people who also want to grow flowers. But what you do have right in front of you potentially is a group of people who would love to work with you and hire you one-on-one. But two things, either they can't afford your services, right? Or they are in a situation where they need to move things along more quickly than your schedule will allow. And so those are two of the key prime indicators, I believe, that a group program and teaching in a group format could potentially support you, your business, and your clients in a way that you're not able to support them right now. I think that's so true. Teaching allows you to demonstrate what you know. And then all of a sudden somebody goes, oh, I want to do that. But okay, so maybe they thought about it, How do you go about creating that course? So that's a great question as well. And one of the things that I like to share with people, so this is my true belief, is that if you want to be a wonderful teacher, you need to stop sharing so much information. So when people are learning something for the very first time, they need simple, actionable steps. They need to experience successes quickly. So I tell this story that I heard from one of my graduate professors about the student who finally pulls her dusty camera out of the closet and is so excited because 
because she's finally decided to put it to use and she shows up to that digital photography class and she sits down, she's excited, she's got her hands on the camera and she finds out that the first three sessions are all about the history of digital photography. Oh my God. Right? All she wants to do is take a picture, but now she finds out that she's got to memorize when did digital photography come to be and what was the transition. But the person who's teaching this class, they're an expert and they're truly fascinated by all of this, right? So I think the biggest question is, can you as the expert, as the teacher, as the small business owner, put yourself in the beginner's mind of a learner to recognize that they really only need I won't even say one-tenth, one-fifth of the information that you have available in order to start making real changes. That is such good advice because you're right. Sometimes the more you know, the harder it is to step back and simplify it because either you think everything is important or maybe the opposite where you just assume everybody knows the foundations because you already do. So I think that's really good advice. Another situation where I find that teachers who are also small business owners include more information than is helpful for the learner is when they're constantly thinking to themselves, well, I'm not a teacher. I don't know how to teach. And so they try to make up for sort of what they don't understand about teaching by just thinking to themselves, well, if I include 79 videos and 47 download worksheets, then it'll be worth the money that they're paying me for this class. And I like to think about it in this way. If you told someone, I can get you across the finish line, you know, in only six classes versus taking a hundred lessons, which one are people going to want? So the amount of information does not equal the quality of the learning experience. Absolutely. And I think, you know, especially if you're a business owner and you're selling to other business owners or to just busy people, they can only manage so much information at any given point. Let's say a business owner thinks they want to do this, but really isn't comfortable. Are there resources for them they can turn to that maybe can help them get organized or, I don't know, maybe people? Yes. One of the things that is tried and true for me in my business is I'm always asking three questions. So how can this be simpler? How can this be more fun? And how can this be more me? And I think that I would encourage business owners to ask themselves that question when it comes to creating a course. So instead of going out and, you know, doing a bunch of research on learning management systems and making a huge investment in software that you need, what would it look like to write down a short list of just five to seven people that you already know have wanted to engage your business, but maybe couldn't afford it, or you didn't have room in your schedule at that time and reach out to them and say, Hey, I I'm getting people together for an hour every Monday for the next three weeks. I'd love to have you join me and just put together a very simple, low pressure, low cost first offer so that you can see is what I have to teach helpful for people. You can get early testimonials. You can have a little bit of profit coming in and then see where that takes you from there. I have lots of clients who go all in and they buy expensive learning management programs and set up a home studio before they've even taught the first class. So how could it be simple? How can it be fun? And how can it be authentically aligned to who you are? 
I love that because it gives you an opportunity to test a lot of different little variations before you commit. I used to take that same approach with with web design and with brochures. I always told my clients, you got to do the website first, then do the brochure because the website's easy to change. You print 10,000 of those brochures and you are stuck. Yes, absolutely. That's the same as when people go in and they record all their video lessons before they've ever taught the course the first time. And then, my goodness, no wonder people are burnt out and think creating courses is so hard because it is difficult Mm -hmm. when you're publishing everything from the very beginning instead of giving yourself time to test and play. Okay, I have one more question, and, and I know this is a hard one, but when it comes to pricing your courses, I mean, I've seen classes pricing all over the map from free to $10 to $500 and 1000 How do you find kind of that right place to price your course? That is a tough question, <laughs> and I will say this. I don't believe that there is one answer to the question, but here's some guidance that I will give you. I think you need to look at what role is this course playing in my business. So if this course is designed specifically to get people engaging with as a client provider relationship for the first time, maybe it is a simple 10 or $12 course. If you're saying, hey, let's be in business together. What is the lowest sort of point of entry Mm -hmm. to sort of make that handshake? But then there are other times when you're looking to literally take your one-on-one services and offer people the same transformation, but in a group setting. And in that case, I would suggest that you really look at what do your one-on-one services cost and, you know, Look at maybe you're going to have five people in your program or six people in your program. Well, how do you look at offering them a place where they're paying slightly over a six of what they would pay for your one-on-one services and just play with it from there? And I always say it when in doubt, price a little high because people love a discount. And so, you know, if you've got people who are on the fence and your course is a thousand dollars and you ring them up and say, Hey, you know, it's, it's on sale for eight fifty. A lot of times that's what it takes to get people in the door and taking that chance. So when in doubt, go a little high, but don't be afraid to play with the pricing and, and really leverage your, both your intuition and also the role that this course is playing in your business as a way to guide that. Fantastic. Jeannie, this has been such great information. I'm absolutely going to encourage all of my listeners, if you think you might be ready to put that course together, you definitely should hop by JeannieSullivan.com to learn more about what she does as an instructional designer. Jeannie, thanks for dropping by. Thanks so much, Lorraine. This has been amazing. I appreciate you having me. My pleasure. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, and would like to find other resources for your small business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. And then celebrate with us 600 episodes of Conversations with Small Business Owners. Check out all of the episodes on morethanafewwords.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks. Thanks.